0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Mystery Bible. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. We have been looking at Esau and Jacob. Jacob and Esau, these two brothers. We're looking at the behind the scenes um, of this family, the Bible, as we, I said to you earlier. As a cleaner version of what's going on within these two brothers, and we're looking—we've been looking at Book of Yashar, giving us some additional detail. And the last podcast we focused on the uh, the book of that is called the um, the um, Jews, the history of the Jews. And um, so, what we want to do is to continue to look at some more of that uh, and get some more additional information. Because this is um, serious stuff, as I said, that is happening uh, between these brothers, and I can understand why, um as you and I talk about, you know the Legend of the Jews it's actually called um, by Lewis Ginsburg and it's a great book it's actually a great read and uh, to see that these are the texts that were passed down, and he just basically um, uh, he had his work to uh, to kind of Bring it to English so that we can understand some of the stuff that the richness that is within the culture, uh, due to their, um, their words crossing down from generation to generation. You're looking at these two brothers. We're going to continue a little more because they, the blessing and the birthright, as we discussed how, um, and what Esau did with both of them got a, we're getting a glimpse to seeing these guys character know that uh, Joseph um, was uh, uh, the um, you know favorite I guess as you say of Abraham uh, so we, we we learned a few things that the Bible didn't go to and so what we're gonna do is continue this we're gonna look again at the book um, the uh, the book of Yasha. we're we gonna take a, le- a look at that we're we gonna continue in the legends of the Jews and give you the additional information. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. We continue looking at these guys again. We're looking at the book, uh, The Legend of the Jews. And uh, when we last were here, we saw a couple of things happened. We saw the, um, we talked about the birthright, the sale of the birthright. We talked about the blessing. We also talked about the maternal blessing that he got from his mother, Becca, um, and uh, what happened with uh, her family. And we know that um, she got news that uh, there are some of her family, uh, there was a twin that was born within her family. And so we know then that twins run in this particular family. So, uh, we are going to look a little about Esau. We saw that he was broken and um, he actually was begging his father for a blessing. And we're going to pick up there uh, as to um, what happened because there's uh, so many things happen according to this, the legend of the Jews that is not, as I mentioned to you, mentioned in the Bible. I'm just going to read them and we're going to just talk about them as we go um, and we know that uh, uh, these brothers, you know, and for me personally, it's great to see this because I get a chance to get a look into the families because you I'm sure you and I um, are looking at some of these things. I have questions about them because um, what happens to a birthright? When do you understand what the birthright is about? Why did he do what he did? Someone just don't sell it just like that. Um, the blessing, we saw what uh, they did in order to get it, and uh, we know that uh, trickery was, deception was involved within that, and we know that the reason why, because Abraham told Rebecca, watch this, because make sure that um, uh, that the blessing goes to this particular person versus that person because of how they were living, uh, one served God and the other did not. And so this is what we are actually really looking within this family um, one of these brothers. Wanted to serve God, and the other was absolutely living in in rebellion against uh, God and against all of His principles. We saw that he married without his father's permission and his mother's permission, which is against that um, that culture at the time and still is, I believe, in most of. Uh, uh, families within Jewish uh, um, strict uh, uh, system. Uh, You have to get that blessing first before you can even proceed. You see that this guy was just breaking all the rules. And um, because of his choices and his rebelling against God, he lost everything. And I'm sure that was absolutely heartbreaking for him Um, as a man based on his decisions that he made we see the conversation he had with his brother he didn't believe in the resurrection of the dead he didn't believe in anything um and because he didn't believe in the resurrection of the dead he lost his um his birthright he saw that he lost the blessing uh because of his father blindness caused by his not um he not uh arresting his brother's his son's behavior and as a result, it says that he became blind, and there was reasoning behind that. So it's really um, some kind of story to watch, man, as we get a chance to go behind this family situation. So we know that uh, Lucifer was involved in holding, uh, delaying Esau for several hours, four hours, we were told. And as a result of the four hours after, um, he, he would uh, kill his, his uh, animals. And, um, Lucifer would bring him back his life and and he would he would lose it eventually, we see that he killed a dog, and he prepared the dog uh, as uh, meat to try and get his father to eat it and um we saw that conversation that he had with his father, and uh, I told him he says, "Wow, I've already released the blessing, and um uh, there's nothing that I can do for you and we are coming here, and we're gonna see that um uh, they're having this conversation after uh the you know is um after the blessing was released and uh, we see him begging and um we now we're going to pick up this conversation with um the father and the son as uh um you know it was released and so this is some great pain within this um family and it's really a fascinating uh to look at so let's take a look at uh, we're reading from the alleging of um, the Jews and we are picking up and talking about these family as the father and the son um, Isaac and Esau um, you know started to converse as a result of that we saw that Esau arrived um, after delay for four hours in spite of the effort that he put forth and um, uh, and we talked about that uh, here. Isaac's alarm was caused by this uh, seeing hell at his feet of Esau. So he's getting some uh, spiritual insight as his son walks in. Uh, scarcely he has entered the house when the walls therefore began to get hot on account of the nearness of hell that he had brought along with him. Isaac could not but explain, Who will be burnt down yonder, I or my son Jacob? And the Lord answered him, Neither thou nor Jacob, but the hunter. Isaac told Esau that he that the meat he set before him by Jacob had been marvelous, a uh, marvelous quality and savor, any savor that one desires possessed. It was even endowed with the taste of the food that God will grant the pious in the world to come. I know not, he said. Uh, what he meant was, but I had only wished for bread, and it tastes like bread, or fish, or locusts, or food, or animal. In so- short, it had the taste of any dainty one could wish for. When Esau heard the word, he began to weep, and he said to me, Jacob give no more than a dish of lentil and payment for it took my birthright what must he have taken from thee for flesh of animals hereto isaac had been in great anguish on account of the thought that he had committed a wrong in giving his blessing to his younger son instead of the firstborn to whom belonged by law and custom so we see, as, as I mentioned to you, by the law and the custom, the firstborn was to get that, those rights. And so when we read in the Bible and it was not done, they always had questions as to why that was not done. And reading this book, we see why. But when he heard that Jacob had acquired the birthright from Esau, he said, I gave my blessing to the right one. He is now uh, having this conversation with himself. In his dismay, Isaac had The intention of cursing Jacob for having wasted the blessing from his son, arrested uh, the blessing from his son through cunning, pardon me. God prevented him from carrying out his plan. He reminded him that he would be cursed himself, seeing that his blessing contained the words, curse be everyone that cursed thee. But Isaac was not willing to acknowledge his blessing valid uh, as lied to Jacob, until he was informed that his second son was the possessor of the birthright. Only then did he say, Yea, he shall be blessed. Er, Whether Esau cried, with an exceeding great and bitter cry. By way of punishment, for having been the curse of such distress, a descendant of uh, Jacob, Mordecai, who also made a cry, with a loud and bitter cry, and his grief was brought forth by the um, Malachite Haman, the descendants of Esau, and we know that story with um, uh, that we talk Esther, and we know that. Uh, so we're seeing here even additional information that Haman was a descendant of Esau, which you, you will never get from the Bible. So, at the word of Esau, brother came with wisdom and has taken away thy blessing. Esau spat out in venom, vexation and said, he took away my birthright and I kept silent. And now that he takes away my blessing, should I also keep silent? Is not he rightfully named Jacob, for he had uh, supplanted me these two times." that continues to speak to Esau, Behold, I have made him thy Lord. He is thy king, and do what thou wilt. Thy blessing will, shall, belong to him. All his brethren have I given to him for slaves. And what slave possesses possession belongs to their owner. There is nothing for it. Thus must thou must be content that thou will receive thy bread baked from thy master. The Lord took it all ill of Isaac, that he cheered him with such kind words. To mine enemies he reproached him. Thou sayest, What shall I do for thee, my son? Isaac replied, Oh, that he might find grace with thee. So he's having this conversation with God. He's also talking to his son and God. He is, and God said he is, uh, um, uh, that he, you know, again, this conversation is going on and God is trying to tell him your son is not that good, like what you think. Um, but you know, God is, uh, gracious and we'll see him. Do you not act righteously when he's honored his parents? Parents, God. In the land of the uprightness, will he deal wrongfully? He will stretch his hand forth in the days to come against the temple, uh, which is Isaac. Then let him enjoy much good in this world, that he may not belong to uh, the abiding place of the Lord in the world to come. So he's talking to God. He's having this conversation. And out of this conversation, he's saying, well, um, can we bless him uh, that he receive all of his blessings here on this planet and none in the next. Uh, world. When it became plain to Esau that he could not induce his father to annul the blessing bestowed upon Jacob, he tried to force a blessing for himself by an underhand trick. He said, thou but one blessing, my father. Bless me, even me also, O my father. Else it will be said thou hast but one blessing to bestow." Suppose both Jacob and I had been righteous men, and that then. Your God had two blessings, one for each. The Lord Himself made reply: Silence. Jacob will bless the twelve tribes, and each blessing will be different from every other. So this was God's reply: Be quiet. It says Jacob will bless the twelve tribes, and each blessing will be different from the other. We're seeing that these guys are looking, and they're looking at the present, and God is looking further out. Isaac felt great pity for his older son and wanted to bless him, but the Shekinah forsook him. The Shekinah means, um, is like the, um, the glory of God. The glory of God left. And when the glory of God left, he could not carry out what he proposed. Thereunto Esau began to weep, he shed three tears, he ran from his right eye, the second from his left, and the third remained hanging from his eyelid eyelash said this villain cries for his very life and should i let him depart empty-handed and then he bade isaac bless his older son the blessing of isaac ran thus behold so now we see that um, god is you know giving him the opportunity to go ahead and the blessing of isaac ran thus behold the fat of the earth shall thou hear ble- from thy dwelling with which he meant uh, greater grace uh, in italy and in the dew of heavens far above referring to beth and by the sword shalt thou live and thou shalt serve thy brother but when he casts off the yoke of the lord then shalt thou shake his yoke from off thy neck and thou wilt be his master the blessing which isaac gave to his older son was bound to no condition whatsoever whether he deserved them or not esau was to enjoy the good of this world. Jacob's blessing, however, depended upon his pious deeds. Through them he would have a just claim upon earthly prosperity. Isaac, though. Jacob is a righteous man. He will murmur against he will not murmur against God, though it shall come to pass that suffering be inflicted upon him in his spite of his upright life. But the reprobate Esau if he should go to a good deed or pray to God and not be heard, he would say, "As I pray to the idols for naught, so it is in vain to God." For this reason, did Isaac bestow unconditional blessing upon Esau? Though so we are seeing his father still, a father still cares for his child, man. And um, uh, regardless, I have. Um, five sons, and I know what it is to care for your child and want the best for your child always, regardless of how child is, and I got lucky, and my sons turned out really well, and, um, you know, but everyone have, their, they, everyone have their own journey, every one of us have our own journey, and we are called to walk it, and, and uh, I can't walk sons, and my sons cannot walk mine, And we all have to appear before the great spirit of God and give an account of our life, and our journey on this planet, what we made, the decisions we made, how we govern our lives. Because as I've said before many, many times, we are spirits, man. We were given permission to come into this human form, to have an experience within the human condition, but we are still spirit. And so if we come from there, our judgments and all of those things will happen in that realm. So what we make and what we do in this life matters, matters seriously, so I want to um, encourage you guys to get your life right with God. Anyway, we'll take a break and we'll come back and we will continue reading from uh, this book. We are going to look at uh, Jacob when Jacob leaves his father's house. There's a couple other things that happen here within this family. Is not mentioned at all in the Bible and... Um, it talks about when Jacob leaves, he comes back and and all this stuff. And then we have Jacob um, when uh, Esau and his son is chasing him to kill him and all of these different things, man. So there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, I think it'll probably be another podcast before we can get all of this information in so that we can have a better understanding as we study the Word of God as to why so things were done. We're seeing that the Bible giving the clean version uh, and not the entire um, picture, um, as you say. So um, we'll be right back after this message. Back to the Mystery Bible as we continue reading these guys and we're learning from them to see who they are. And um, we are now going to pick up uh, where in the title of this piece is Jacob Leaves His Father's House. Uh, Esau hated his brother Jacob, no kidding. On account of the blessing that his father had given him, and Jacob was very much afraid of his brother Esau. And he fled to the house of Eber, the son of Shem. And we know that Shem had died, so Eber is here. And he, it says, and he concealed himself there 14 years on account of his brother Esau. And he continued there to learn the ways of the Lord and his commandments. Esau saw that Jacob had fled and escaped from him. Jacob had cunningly obtained the blessing and Esau was grieved exceedingly and he was also vexed at his father and his mother. Understandably, but it was his decision on how he did it, how he lived. His decisions caused this um aspect and, and that's one of the things that you and I have to take ownership of our decisions in this life. And until we do that, uh, we will not really begin to grow. And we see that he is um, uh, he's blaming everyone, he blames his father, he blames everyone because of their decision, um, but his decision and his lifestyle caused that. It's really fascinating how he's angry and he hates him, not much so as for the selling of the birthright, but for the blessing. And that's why I am telling you guys, that blessing is a seen power. Um, we saw that Abimelech saw it and he recognized it, we know that they recognize it in Abraham, they recognize it um, in Jacob and so forth, and Isaac and all of them. So it's a recognizable uh, force that carries with it tremendous, tremendous, tremendous amount of uh, power and authority because what it does, that blessing strips away wealth from the unbeliever and give it to the believer, and the one that is walking in the blessing, and we see that in... Um, and these brothers' are lives. In Jacob, we see it, and it's going to be manifesting as well. So let's continue. And I promise you guys that we are going to do a study on the blessing, and we're going to trace it from, um, because it was first given to Adam, and then when the um passed down to Adam and um, passed down to Jacob, I mean to to Noah, but when everyone was dis- destroyed, we see that God came back again and released it. Noah. So we'll pick it up and trace it all the way through and get some insights from it. Because you and I as believers today, it's supposed to be in our life, but most teachers don't talk about it. So we will talk about it and um, we'll learn how to release it in our life so that we can enjoy the blessing and the benefit that comes with it. So we are going to continue, we see that uh, Esau he continued there and uh, we saw that Esau hates his father and his mother. He also rose up and took his wife, and away from his father and mother to the land of Shear. There he married his second Esmath, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and he called her name Ada, saying that the blessing had in that time passed from him. After dwelling in Seir for six months Esau returned to the land of Canaan and placed his two wives in his father's house in Hebron. And the wives of Esau vexed and provoked Isaac and Rebekah with their works. For they walked not in the ways of the Lord, but served their father's God of wood and stone. And if you guys looked at um, like uh, worship, idol worship, um, Nimrod started that in the sense where he had an idol for each month. And um, uh, we see that continue today, the idol worship of stone and, and all of these things. But uh, we, if you track it back, you'll see that when um, Nimrod had set those things in place because uh, we saw that Abraham's father, Terah, was an idol worshiper as well. And um, uh, we know that uh, Abraham had burnt it down and destroyed it and so forth. But... Um, what we're going to do is just continue reading and see. But I just wanted to give you guys that uh, side side bit, as they say. So we know that he's angry. He comes, he drops these two wives, and they're provoking um, Rebecca and Isaac in their house because of their idol worship and their stone worship and so forth. And their fathers, he taught them, and they were um, more wicked than their fathers. So these women were absolutely uh, um, fascinating people. They sacrificed and burnt incense uh, to Balaam, and Isaac and Rebekah became weary of them. And at the end of 14 uh, years of Jacob's residing in a house of Eber, of desire to see his father and his mother, and he returned home. Esau had forgotten in those days Jacob had done to him, and having taken a blessing from him. But when Esau saw Jacob returning to his parents, he remembered what Jacob had done to him, and he was greatly incensed. Against him, and he sought to slay him. Esau would not kill Jacob while his father was yet alive. This Isaac begat a son because he's concerned about, um, you know, heir. So he wanted to make sure of being the only heir to the wealth that he had there that Isaac had. However, his hate, his hatred against Jacob was so great that he determined to his hasten the death of his father, and then dispatched Jacob. Such murderous plan Esau cherished in his heart, though he denied he was harboring them. But God spoke. I love how God always interrupts. Probably thou knowest not that I examine the hearts of men, for I am the Lord that searcheth the heart. We know that this scripture also is in in Psalms. And not God alone knows the the secret of desires of Esau, Becca also, the, uh, she knew it. He says, Becca, like all the mothers, was a prophetess, and she declared not to warn Jacob of the daughters that hung over him. Thy brother, she said to him, is as sure as accompanying his wicked purpose as though thou wert dead. Now, therefore, my son, lay my voice and arise. Flee thou to Laban, my brother, to Haran, tarry with him for seven years until your brother's fury take away in the goodness of her heart rebecca could not but believe that the anger of esau was only a fleeting passion and would disappear in a course of time but she was mistaken for his hate persisted until the end of his life and we'll read about it because the two of these brothers they meet up again and the bible documents that and um we will get to that piece as well, but uh, there is a documentation within the Bible when they do reconnect after many years. Um, <clears throat> he was, Jacob would not run away from danger. He said to his mother, I am not afraid. If he wishes to kill me, I will kill him. To which she replied, let me not be bereaved of both my sons in one day. By words, Rebecca again would have her A prophetic gift as she spoke so it happened when the time came Esau was slain while the brutal of Jacob was taken away burial of Jacob was taken away sorry I apologize as Jacob said to Rebecca behold thou knowest that my father has become old and does not see if I leave him and go away he will be angry and will curse me I will not go if he sends me only then will I go Accordingly, Becca went to Isaac, and amidst tears she spoke to him and thus, If Jacob take a wife of the daughter of Het, uh, what good shall my life be uh, of me? And Isaac called Jacob and charged him, and said unto him, Shall not take a wife of the daughters of the Canaan. For thus did our father Abraham commanded us according to the word of the Lord, which he had commanded him, saying, Unto thy seed will I give land. If your children keep my covenant and I have made that I have made with you, then will I also perform to thy children that which I have spoken unto you, and I will not forsake them. Now therefore, my son, listen to my voice, for all that I shall command thee, and refrain from taking a wife from amongst the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Haran, to the house of Bethuel, thy mother's father, and take thee a wife from thence, and the daughter of Laban, Laban, thy uh, mother's brother, heed, lest thou shouldest forget the Lord thy God and all His ways in the land to which thou goest, and shouldest join thyself to this to the to the people land and pursue vanity and forsake the Lord thy God. But when thou comest to the land, serve the Lord. Do not turn to the right or to the left to the very way which I command thee and which thou didst learn. And may the Almighty grant you favor before people of the land, that thou mayest take the wife there, according to thy choice, one who is good, upright in the way of the Lord, and may God give thee, give unto thee and thy seed the blessing of thy father Abraham, and make thee fruitful and multiply thee. And mayest thou become a multitude of the land that thou goest. And may God cause, cause thee to return to the land, to the land of thy father's dwelling, with children, with great riches, with joy, and with pleasure. So we're seeing basically a uh, rehashing of what the blessing is as he is talking about it. And it says, grant thee favor. And I've talked to you guys about Favor, the divine influence. It means the divine influence and the benefit that it brings to the believer. And we saw examples of that. We're going to see examples of that. We saw examples of that with, with uh, uh, Nimrod. When Nimrod uh, gave uh, Abraham much wealth and so forth, we saw that with Abimelech. We saw that several other people favor divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings. That's the power that will cause men to release their wealth. It will cause them to release much of everything because it's God divinely influencing them to do the things that you need to have done within your life. I've done a study on that. You can go take a look at that. It's I've done it at my other site, The Blueprint of Faith, and I discussed that particular ingredient that is lacking within faith. faith if you don't have that ingredient, when you're going to get your things you are lacking everything. For the Bible tells us, come boldly before the throne of grace, where, uh, whereby you may obtain grace uh, in time of need, you know, that you will get your grace. So once you have your grace for that particular situation, all you need is your faith. So we're looking at these family again, getting some insight into what's going on. So we see that they now, um, and he's sending him away, and he knows, uh, Isaac knows, that this is the last time that he'll probably... See his son, he's going up in age. One of the reasons why he released the blessing was because he felt he was he's going to die soon. And so we see that here's his father basically saying goodbye to his son, saying, hey, uh, I want you to go here and uh, make sure that this happens and you find your wife here and so forth. And so we will continue reading. As the value of the document is attested by concluding works, the signature of the witnesses, so Isaac confirmed the blessing he had bestowed upon Jacob. So you see that's the blessing, the Abrahamic blessing that is released into um, Isaac and is reiterated again and it is uh, released to Jacob. So Isaac confirmed the blessing he had bestowed upon him, as mentioned, the, uh, that none might say Jacob had secured it in intrigue and cunning. He blessed him again with three blessing in these words. In so far as I am empowered with the blessing with the power of blessing, I bestowed blessing upon thee, a God with whom there is endless blessing. Give thee his and also the blessing wherewith Abraham desired to bless me um so he's giving him all he's blessing him left and right. and uh, uh, so uh, we see that um uh, we see it, it mentioned here that the blessing where Abraham desired to bless me, testing only in order not to provoke the jealousy of Ishmael. Seeing with his prophetic eye that the seed of Jacob would once be compelled to go into exile, Isaac offered up, up one more petition that God would bring the exile back again. He said, He shall deliver thee in six troubles, and in the seventh there shall no evil touch thee. And also Rebekah prayed to God in behalf of Jacob, O Lord the Lord of the world, let not the purpose uh, prosper with Esau, harbor against Jacob. Put a bridle upon him that he accomplish not all that he will to do. So the mother's praying that, uh, you know, God will protect her son. And Esau observed that even his father loved passed from him to Jacob. He went away to Ishmael and he addressed him as lo, as thy father gave all your possession to your brother Isaac, and dismayed and dismissed thee with empty hands, so my father proposed to do with me. Make thyself ready then. Go forth and slay your brother, and I will slay mine. And then we too shall divide the whole world between us. And Ishmael replied, Why do you want me to slay my, uh, your father? Thou canst do it thyself, Esau said. It has happened before beforehand that a man kill his brother. Cain murdered Abel, but that a son should kill his father is unheard of. Esau did not really shrink back from... <laughs> this is some crazy stuff that's happening with his family. And so we see that this son is just plotting, uh, being driven by hate. We see that he is uh, doing a lot behind the scene, And so he approaches Ishmael. So let's see what Ishmael says. If... Ishmael, slay my father," he said to himself. "I am the rightful redeemer, and I shall kill Ishmael to avenge my father. And if then I murder Jacob too, everything will belong to me as the heir of my father and my uncle. This showed that Esau's marriage with Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael and grandchild of Abraham, was not concluded out of regard for his parents, who were opposed to his two two daughters. Uh, Of the canine, all he desired was to enter into an amicable relationship with Ishmael in order to execute his devilish plan. Wow, this boy's heart is cold. But Esau reckoned without his host the night before his wedding that Mahalia Ishmael died. (laughs) And um, the son of Ishmael stepped into his father's place and gave away his sister. How little it had been in Esau's mind make his parents happy by taking the granddaughter of Abraham the wife peers from the fact that he kept his two other wives the Canish women the daughters of Ishmael followed the example of Panin that she um, thus she but added to the grief caused by the parents of Esau by the daughters in law and the accompanied uh, and the opportunity um, might have a more favorable one for Esau. Turn aside from his godless ways and amend his conduct. For the bridegroom is pardoned of his wedding day for all sins committed in years gone by. Firstly, had Jacob left his father's house. When Rebecca began to weep, she was sorely distressed about him. Isaac confronted her, saying, Weep not for Jacob. In peace does he depart, and in peace will he return. The Lord God Most High will guard him against all evil and will be with him. He will not forsake him all the days of his life. He have no fear for him, for he walketh on the upright path. He is a perfect man, and he has faith in God. He will not perish. And so I want to encourage all of you guys, anyone that have faith in God, will not perish. This world, the Bible tells us, will perish. All those that are fighting to save the planet, um, guess what? We failed. For the Bible says God is going to give us a new heaven and a new earth. Uh, the politicians can't handle it. They can't It's hard for them to get into an agreement. We're seeing within a family unit, a small unit, microcosm of the world, that there's so much hatred and, and violence and anger and um, trauma, and all of these things we're seeing within this family. Uh, we're looking at a mother, a father, and two sons, two twins. And we're seeing the chaotic um, uh, reaction within a family unit. How much more so is the masses? So um, we fail, guys. Uh, we are uh, failure at things that we did because we allow sin to come in. And once we we allowed sin to come in, when Adam fell, earth died with him, the pain and the travail. And the Bible tells us that this, the earth is crying and that she is uh, travail, she's in travail, waiting for the sons of God, the true sons of God to manifest. And so when um, uh, uh, when Adam fell, the earth also came into pain and trauma as well. That's why I always say to people, every one of us are traumatized, including the planet earth. I want to encourage you guys, as uh, we read, it says that those that are in faith, that um, God will never, ever, ever, ever abandon. And so you and I, as we walk as men and women, we will not perish, because we have God, and He is actually our inheritance. If you read the Word of God, it says God is our inheritance. So you and I have inherited God. So if we have inherited God, we have inherited everything. The Bible says that he was the creator of all things, and he holds everything in his hands, including the heart of all mankind. And that's why he was able to say to Esau, Did you not know that I am the one that tri- tries the heart? You, you had no no idea. Um, and so God uh, came to him and told him, Your heart, man, your heart is corrupt. And so as you and I, the um, Bible tells us that we are in a kingdom of darkness if we're not born again. But once you become born again, it says you have been released from the power of the kingdom of darkness, and you're now placed in the kingdom of God's son, and that uh, you are, as a result of being there, that the power of sin has no dominion you know over you. So, as I mentioned to you, God spoke to, to Esau. Esau was harboring all kinds of evil within his heart, but God spoke. It says, probably thou knowest not that I examine the heart of man, the hearts of men. For I am the Lord that searches the heart, and as I mentioned to you, that is also in the Book of Psalms. So uh, we are going to continue, um, you know, following these two guys, these two brothers, because there's so much going on in their life, and we are getting all the behind the, the um, behind the scenes information. And then once we finish this, we'll continue it from the Bible. But I want to finish this, and we won't be able to finish it until the next week. And after that, hopefully, we'll be able to move on uh, from there uh, because we know that uh, Jacob and Laban does a lot of crazy stuff to him as well and uh, as a, well as, a, you know, trying to deceive him by his marriage and all of these things. So really interesting to watch this family as they continue. God is working with every family, guys. He's all about that. And don't care how bad your family looks. Um, you are not any different from any one of these families that we're studying. And we're seeing deception within the family. You're seeing all kinds of lies. You're seeing murders, planting. You're seeing all kinds of fun stuff within a family. And so God is able to work with every family, your family and my family. I want to thank you guys for coming and following me on, thre- uh, on on right here with um, mystery bible and so that we can grow together as christians as men and women of god so we can get some insight as to who god personality was who these men and women that he decided to work with so that you and i could see that hey if god can work with these men and women he surely can work with you and i he is continuing work with man because the Bible tells us for God so loved the world so he loves you and I. So I want to thank you guys for supporting me financially and I do pray for you and your family and I we provide a link so you guys can uh come and, and uh, be a part uh, in uh, helping and providing. Uh, I do appreciate it as I said and I thank you so much and the Bible tells us that you, you know, that we walk by faith, man, and that this is our time. And um, it is my uh, um, will that you guys, we all grow together and gain insight as to who we are in Christ Jesus so that we can change this world. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that he has provided for us, that we may become effective for his kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.